0: Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 123, Episode 5 of Turn I the yeah! production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially, off the top, fuck the Koch brothers, Funko. and fuck Fox News. Funko it's Friday, March 6th, 2020. My name's Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. my, my, my coronavirus virus. Um, that is courtesy of John Taxum, Uh, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. That thing didn't
1: load. Here we go. Yes, it's Miles Gray in the building. It's the Quad Dom Phenom, Quadimus Prime, the (laughs) Quad God, Legatron, and Mr. Glam Strings. Shout out to Skull Vikings at 7790SKOL for that quad-inspired, a.k.a. string. S-K-O-A-L
0: or S-K? S-K-O-L. Oh, okay. Skull. Lick. All right. Well, the chew is an A. Isn't it? it was a, is an A. I was Damn. like, "Damn, that's a that's some strong brand loyalty." Yeah. to Put that in your Twitter handle, but it is one of those things that is so attractive to so many people that you just want to get it out. There oh yeah, look, gotta let them know. Uh, it makes me look cool, just like smoking. Uh, just putting a big wad.
1: Yeah, love love a little bit of chew. You know what I mean? Shout out to anybody who over packed the fattest lip for their oh, first God. one and uh, immediately sick. spun out and vomited. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, it's a great way to give yourself the spins without drinking. Yeah. That's uh, what we learned in our prep school dorm. It's very popular. In How dorms. early did you ever do some chew? Uh, some cha? 16. Oh, 16? Yeah, that's yeah, about where it is. 15, yeah, yeah. 16. For me. Um, well, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by a hilarious comedian who is packing the fattest lipper right now. <laughs> she is. The hilarious and talented <laughs> Blair Saki. Hey.
2: Oh, what's up? What's up? My dolls. I'm back with my fucking dolls. There you
0: go. You're <laughs> back. My dolls.
1: You got a horseshoe lipper pack. <laughs> I okay. don't have a horse. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the one thing that i actually didn't do honestly Ever? i yeah. did like you know obviously i was incredible at gargoyles i was beer bong champion unfortunately all these things what's I gargoyles yeah i
0: don't even know gargoyles
2: oh that's where you sit on the top of the keg like this and oh. then <laughs> <get> oh <from laughs> smiegel she's
0: smiegeling oh for us. we yeah. call that smiegeling Oh yeah! Until you like fall off the keg, essentially, is the idea.
2: <sighs> yeah, I mean, I never fell, but there right.
0: you go. Wow, Probably quads too strong.
2: Yeah, my quads um, <laughs> kept me there.
0: QTS, yeah. That's what they call her. Quads too strong. Oh, she's a QT. No. Quads too strong.
2: No, I want my ass to be bigger than my quads, you know, because that's a societally accepted ratio for women.
1: The pendulum's going to come back, though, and us quad doms are going to yeah. inherit the fucking earth. Yo, look at the quads quad on that girl. Damn, you can see all four of the quadriceps.
2: <laughs> I think you can see all four I was of definitely...
0: Mine. Oh, I think for I, Okay. Light
2: flex. <laughs> I think I
0: was not here last time, but I'm definitely... Also quad dom. Your can quad someone dom? give
2: me a AKA? That's what it's called next yeah, time, so I can have called. one. Yeah, because I've never done one before. Something with
1: quads. Or yeah. no,
2: just anything about.
1: What's your brand? Quads pasta.
2: Pasta. Pe- yeah, pasta, pasta and quads. Let's mainly. Keep it... Yeah, keep it
1: simple. <laughs> <laughs> and gargoyling. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Gargoyling beer bongs, quad dom pasta. Yeah, we're My good.
2: Yeah, we got it. I'm a fucking. Frap dude.
1: Yeah, Frat dude. All right, Crispy Meme Donut and uh, <laughs> Hannah Soltis, you got your yeah. work cut out for you, as well as everybody else. But yeah, we'll put we'll try and put the heavy hitters on that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if I missed one of your great AKAs, uh, hit me up. Remind me of it. Christy Yamaguchi Man's always good at doing that. Yeah. he's like, hey, uh, this is really good, and yeah, I said it to you a long time ago? ago, and it seems like you missed it. I met uh,
2: Christy Yamaguchi Man in real life. Really? You did? We in North did too. Carolina.
1: Isn't he came he the to best? my
2: show? <laughs> I like yeah.
1: Yamaguchi Man. What is Yamaguchi it? Christy Yamaguchi main, like, oh. like Gucci, man. Gucci <laughs> main.
0: <laughs> Christy Yamaguchi, I like the idea that there's a superhero who's, who's Christy Yamaguchi man. Christy Yamaguchi man, <laughs> and he just turns into Christy Yamaguchi. Uh. Uh, that's incredible. Uh, yeah. All right, Blair, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. Uh, first, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of things we're talking about. We're going to talk about Love is Blind. I have not watched yes. it. Both of y'all have. Uh, I'm going to ask you to sell me on it. Yeah, uh, sure. We're going to talk about uh, Chuck Schumer going full WWE on the Supreme Court and uh, how that's being treated <laughs> by the conservative media. Uh, Elizabeth Warren has dropped out of the presidential race. Uh We're going to talk about that and what the future might hold for her. Uh, We're going to talk about just Biden jazz. We're going to listen to a little Biden jazz, uh, Jack. We're going to listen to a little Biden jazz, man. Could be a real jazzy general election, y'all. Seriously. Uh, Because uh, another story we're going to talk about, Biden is up 49 points in Florida. uh, And the mainstream media is so horny for Biden to just put – just. End Sanders's run. I'm surprised some of them aren't like, uh, Biden's going to curb stop Bernie and yeah. for like
1: the, the energy is- behind some of these headlines. I'm like, whoa, okay. Yeah.
0: We're going to talk about distrust of government, how that relates to Corona. We're going to talk about Mulan, because uh, that's coming up, and apparently early tracking is it's going to blow the fuck up. Uh, we're going to talk about, which for some reason I'm cheering for, even though it's like a, a live Film action adaptation of a Disney movie. That you movie. might not even see. Yeah, like, hey. uh, that's my team. Uh, we're also going to talk about a huge, another huge food crossover uh, and Christy Tygon's uh, Girl Scout cookie ratings. All of that, plenty more. But first, Blair, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are?
2: Oh, okay. Um, my last search was post malone lyrics <laughs>
1: just the not even a specific Congratulations. song okay i was gonna say let's get into it i
2: couldn't understand what he was saying i used to like have some shame about um how much i like post malone but now i've really embraced it yeah no, i it feel like cool. he's an incredible artist mm.
0: yeah
1: he just said some dumb shit like he doesn't do hip-hop or some shit and i was like okay fool really I mean um, he's
0: just trying to make his music as broadly applicable as whatever. Yeah. Right. But like
1: when you start like turning your back on like this shit that yeah, is gonna whack. get you to the yeah. point where you're at, like, miss me with that. But yes. I do love his singing. Mm. Especially when he actually sings, like when he does country, when I first heard him do country, I was like, What the fuck? And yeah, I'm like, Okay, look at you, sir.
2: Yeah, yeah, he always wears like these fucking Johnny Cash suits now too with yeah. like his face tattoos. Right. right. Yeah.
1: What was it about congratulations? Is it just feel, did you were you feeling like a congratulations vibe and you wanted to be able to sing along properly?
2: Yeah, no, I was just like, what did he say?
1: Right, he's like your I mama's do not, like I your do mama's love- comb?
2: <laughs> when I listened to him though. I'm like what was that? My mama
1: called. <laughs> yeah. Seeing on your TV. and like I'm like, oh what? Mm, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. What I
2: like about it is I always feel high when I and I'm like I'm not high. It's the same feeling of when I get like pulled over. I'm like I'm high. I'm drunk, but I'm not.
0: You know. Oh. Oh. So just pure panic he instills in you. Um, you get pulled over. In a what?
2: different way. Uh, sometimes you know I will take some risks on some yielded, uh, yielding lights.
0: Wow. Like merging onto the highway going the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You know, you know like that type of thing. <laughs> sometimes I, yeah, sometimes I test
0: out the "Do Not Enter"
2: wrong right. way signs
0: just to see if they're serious, right?
2: Yeah, no, I definitely
0: get that, uh, w- like residual pang of panic every time I see a cop that, like, even yeah. though I'm not doing anything wrong anymore. Oh, you yeah, guys do. Yeah, and huh? you're
2: white. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel the same. I'm like, I, this is uh, unjustified. Yeah. But it's just a guilt thing more than a. Than I really. Anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm just a very guilty person. Yeah,
0: (laughs) were you (laughs) raised in a guilty religion?
2: Um, Catholicism. Yes, yes. Except for that, my family wasn't practicing. Oh, okay. Oh, that's good.
1: (laughs) You worshipped. You worshipped pasta. No, it was was like
2: self-inflicted.
1: Oh wow, the best kind. You didn't even need no theology. No, because I just
2: like take everything really literally, and like I'm very sensitive. So when I was a kid, and I was a, like being immersed in it because my parents did make us go to like all the classes and catechism and everything, sure. even though they didn't like practice it. And
1: who is your confirmation saint?
2: <laughs> I forget. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but like Miles, even who's younger uh,
1: Blaze. Blaze? Saint Blaise. That's saint Blaise. Not real. Yeah, French saint.
2: No. Because yo, Named everybody Blaise? was
1: fighting over that saint because it was Blaze. Saint Blaze? Because it's like, yo, full Blaze. Even though I wasn't even confirmed, I right. just like in our religion classes, they would talk about it and I'll be like yo that would be tight what did
2: that saint do I'm not even catholic just but... like erupt in flames
1: i don't know <laughs> i mean i heard he was
0: like he was a real wavy guy he was a real one yeah he was uh what is something you think wait
1: he was a physician Okay?
0: That's as a what physician. He's yeah. Oh,
1: Dr. Wow, Blaze. He's venerated Science. as a saint in the Roman Catholic Eastern Orthodox Church, patron saint of wool
0: comers and throat disease. And okay. also Venice Whoa, Beach. he uh, Doctor- yeah. eats pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Blaze? That, yeah, that's dude. like definitely one of those uh, dudes in a green coat who- Oh, hell yeah. yeah. What is something you think is overrated?
2: Uh, the food yogurt. Yeah, definitely I'm going to go with yogurt. Okay. Uh, yogurt as a food is bad. Uh, it's cherry flavored snot. Um, are you only
1: eating cherry flavored yogurt?
2: No, but I okay. just it's all together is cherry flavored snot. What do you like
1: about yogurt? The um, tang,
2: the consistency is something that would come out of a pussy that is unwell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: um, god, is that all you think of when you eat yogurt?
2: Yeah, and also, I there's a lot of things I don't like about it. Uh people, I feel, um, eat it too liberally in public like I, there's no <laughs> scenario that I, should, I shouldn't be forced to watch you unself consciously lick a blob off a spoon right like i don't want to see any licking of the remnants wow. off of a spoon it mm. grosses me out also the 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 last thing that really bothers me about it is that um It's heralded as like a miracle health food in the same way that cranberry juice is for the the UTI. And it's like all these adults and these parents and there was like that acidophilus craze in the 90s. Oh hell yeah, my parents
1: were on that shit too. All the parents
2: were like force fucking feeding it and it was just, I'm like this is all a sham. No one's ever, this isn't affected anyone's GI tract to the point of recovery. It's all being forced down our throats and not even in (laughs) an amount that would ever do anything good for us, so really we're just suffering for this gross-ass The look of anger on your face
0: right yeah. now is uh, something to be hold. All your chewing
1: tobacco spilled out of your <laughs> mouth <during that. laughs> Just spitting, gold well, skull...
2: because I like, I pretty much eat everything. I'm like the least picky eater on earth. Like, but I'm, that's like,
1: what you draw, do you draw the line of yogurt? That's
2: the one thing I don't like.
1: That's wild. Wait, so you're good with pudding, but not yogurt? I, sing... Absolutely. Wow. Wait, but that goes, well, but now you're contradicting, pour, pour you're pour like the blob. that fucking chocolate blob. shit down
2: my face. <laughs> mouth <laughs> I'll, slam a, I'll slam I'll a pudding that. down my fucking okay. hatch
1: wait so with
3: it... <laughs> <laughs> down my fucking hatch
1: but you said you don't like people licking a blob off a spoon pudding is a blob yeah off i a spoon do that sport. in
2: privacy of my own home if i right. did oh so it. you don't like
1: public blob spooning
2: yeah i just oh, or just like with it's a private thing okay yeah
0: okay i hear you what is something you think is underrated
2: Definitely Joe Biden.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Got Michael Ian Black in the building. Right.
2: Um, No, just kidding. The movie Birds of Prey.
3: Okay. It's good.
2: Um, Yeah, like I was forced to go see it. Not forced to go see it, but I was on the road and I went with Funches and Gabe because they wanted to see it. I never would have gone on my own. Mm -hmm. And then it was so much fun. It was just a fun movie. It's very cartoony and stuff, but... Also, like, I really feel that's the thing that's missing in, like, comedy and movies and everything today is fun. Like, there's no fun in anything. And I just thought it was so fun. And I also, um, on a micro level of underrated, want to go with Chris Messina with bleached hair. Incredible. Was very attracted. Wait, who? Chris Messina... He played the um the like the killer um henchman.
1: Yeah, uh, and you he know, has bleached hair.
2: yeah, he looks so fucking sexy. Also, Chris Messina has been in literally every movie of all time, so like he didn't have to take that weird supporting role because usually. It for the art, yeah, for the love oh, Chris Messina.
0: Like, he's like, I just want to take the Mandy Project. Yeah, I the feel M- like he just took Mindy like a Project. fun.
2: He's like, I'll just take this weird <laughs> role.
0: I, hey man there's like a there's a lot joe of biden, biden today yeah yeah there's a lot of biden in me i'm just gonna say it there's a lot of biting in any uh aging white man but uh i think i've got extra extra doses of it uh but anyways i do love the mandy project and uh that mandy Chris. Chris project. uh that mandy curling i tell you <laughs> uh finally what is a myth what's something people think is true you know to be false
2: um, my guess is for my past self, like the main thing is I wow okay. I like um, when I was a teen and so in Orange County, I would have so like to, three years ago. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. I'd want to tell my teen self that you can still eat a bag of bacon a day in the literal sense, and <laughs> men will still want to have sex with you.
0: Wow. Yeah,
2: thank you. Yeah. yeah. What happened? What
1: you were not? You were on a. Are you were on a pretty? You doing a bag a day?
2: No, that's what I do now.
1: You are doing a bag a day right now?
2: Yeah, in the morning. Wow. Not the kind that you buy.
3: <laughs> Where?
2: Why not is the it guy, in a bag? Not the- <laughs> <laughs> the kind that you buy at the store bag <laughs> just this
1: <laughs> I'm like you're eating okay, a, a Gour- half pound of bacon every Oaks day?
2: Gourmet, shout out to Oaks Gourmet like the um, place down the street from me, coffee, food place and they just give me a side of bacon in a paper bag every morning with my coffee
1: oh wow okay. I'm I was thinking like real some real gangster bacon. Look, shit. we're like talking like, I'm eating a fucking half pea a day. No, it's it's
2: six, um at least six pieces of thick cut bacon. So every morning.
1: Raw, you said, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah just raw? Cook it in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> just nice and low and slow.
2: Um, but yeah, so I'm doing pretty well and um I'd love Did my- you
1: used to look at your bacon eating self and be like, dear no one's just gonna did it in the dark, you. quiet, yeah, yeah. When you're a
2: yeah. it's, when you're, oh, well, I mean, it was year round bikini culture there, very bad for the um, the uh, children, women, you know, their values, oh way God, too yeah. pissed. And I was so afraid of everything, also thinking about everything right. that I ate all the time. And now I really just eat what I want, and it's just fine. Uh, no one's perfect, I don't have to be perfect, right? Yeah, eat what you want.
0: There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Let's move on to Love is Blind, which is something that uh, I think you fall into two camps. You're either somebody who's watching it and evangelizing about it, or you haven't seen it and people are telling you you have to watch it. So we are going to uh, talk about it real quick because I fall in the latter camp. I have not seen it. Uh, Miles, super producer on a yeah. Uh Talk about it every day, mm-hmm. uh, nonstop. Because I still need to watch the the reunion. They won't talk to up. me off mic. Uh, they just ignore well, that's me. our rule here. Yeah. But uh and Blair, you've seen it too. You're you're on I on sure it.
2: have. What's wrong, Jack? You don't have ten free hours?
1: <laughs> what do you yeah, that's a, basically it. Yeah. Like a family that, <laughs> This is what I've been telling people, bro. If this if this family's just gonna get in, in my trash TV time Priorities,
2: right? Yeah, it's work.
0: Yeah, I will die alone <laughs> as long as I, can, I have time to watch my stories. So, all right. So, the the premise seems to be it's like a blind taste test, sort of not taste blind test. Like you date somebody without seeing them. Mm-hmm. You're in this weird like uh, confession booth. Shout out to the Catholic Church. Uh, and you're talking to them. Uh, they don't turn out to be a priest. They turn out to be incredibly attractive person, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I, I think that's interesting. That like the premise would lead you to believe that. Or would suggest the interesting thing to do would be like, yeah, but this person isn't what you expected them to look like, but you no. fell in love with them. I mean, yeah, it, but it's, instead, it's all just people being like, "Oh, wow, you're super hot."
1: Yeah, well, it's it's you know, it's a nice experiment, right? Because their whole thing is it. The, it's the premise is, can two people fall in love just through the the vocal and the verbal interactions? Mm. And we find out in the first episode, yes, they can. Uh, yeah, you were showing sure. Lauren and Cameron who is the couple I have the most faith in, which is oddly enough in the beginning I was like, "Oh no, 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 sir. Why are y'all already saying I love you through the wall?" Yeah. But they were like it, it there's something about the show that I think it's half like man, I wonder if if I could have done something like that. The other half is like, "Man, what the fuck is wrong with these people?" Right. Um and there's also a lot of I don't know. People bring their own shit to it, I realize, too. Like, I watch it as somebody – if I was single and watching it, I would probably like it for different reasons than being in a relationship now and watching it. But right. I think at the end of the day, it's all about how messy these people are yeah. and how some people don't know what they want, actually, and the stakes are just all over the place.
0: So, right, the, the – that central core conceit seems like it's the sort of thing that would last a single episode. Like, I mean, it did. The dating game was that, right? Right, like right, right. She was choosing between people who she couldn't see. But the stakes here are like, but can st- you get married? <laughs> right. So you have to propose before you see them. Is that right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I was so thrown off by them being attractive. I was like, I thought that it was going to be way less attractive people, that they were going to be like, right. ha ha, you believed in love. Um. Right.
1: Oh, you thought you weren't superficial. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that, yeah, they make it easy by making everyone look very...
2: I could not believe how fast the wheels went off, like... These people that are like, yeah, I just know I'm practical and stuff, and but it's just been so hard dating. And then they're like, ha, you like wine? Oh, I like wine too. Will you marry me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Will you
3: and marry they're me? like, this
2: is so connection. I've never experienced this in my life. You're also on a couch and I'm on a couch. Right. <laughs> Let's do this. I was like, whoa. I, I was trying to understand if they were for real like how genuine it was. I mean,
1: it's clear by the end when you start them, like couples start falling off. Some people you're like, this is not going to work. It's affirmed during the wedding part. That's what makes the show even more brutal, right? Because the final episode is the the wedding. But up until that time, there's still the chance that they might still show up to the altar just to say no.
2: I thought, was a weird thing to be honest because yeah. they That's both say yeah you're like okay well here's a real hitch in the game because right like they have the wedding whether you've decided before that you're not going right. to do it or not
1: unless you've bro- completely broken up there were couples that were like we're not even gonna get to that point like oh really? this, it's a wrap okay. like yeah. after uh, we carlton yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, Diamond is that? What, yeah, that yeah, was? Carlton
2: yeah. and Diamond and um, Jessica and Mark. Dude, Jessica, Mark, Jessica, Mark is like this sweet twenty-four-year-old, and Jessica could like spit in his fucking mouth, and he's like, "Look, it's so great. We're just working through challenges." Yeah. That was thirsty. She like was punches him in the face, That's and it's like you're hot. the dumbest.
0: It. <laughs> She's toughening me up.
2: There's nothing she could say to him. To, like, make him fall off.
1: And I think the reason why a lot of people watch it is, like, there's nothing. It's not so high concept that you have to be like, oh, I don't like shows like that. It's like, do you want to see two people try and marry each other only from talking to each other through a thin wall? Right. Then this is what the show is.
0: But our new producer Joel was saying that they have like one of the highest hit rates of any like show in terms of relationships working out, right? Like they well,
1: had to... they went into it not thinking that many people would end up proposing right. and then and they ended up like with four couples. Right.
2: I saw news today that um I haven't seen the reunion yet, but I saw news today that uh G- Janina and Janina, yeah. and um what's his face are still together. Not-
1: for real? Yeah, Clayton? they got back together. Was his name Clayton or Clay? What was his name? Damien. Damien. yeah. That they got
2: back together a few hours after the wedding was over. Wow.
1: Well, he was talking like he was like, I'll still always love her. Even right. though I told her straight up I'm not gonna marry her right now. Because I their whole I mean, look.
2: She is a nightmare hot as hell though. I about I bet she throws down in the sack.
1: Yeah. Well, she definitely remember because at one point she was like, Have you ever noticed how you'd be like, <laughs> the sex is really good? Yeah, best yeah, in my yeah. life, yeah. And I don't say that to you. Yeah. And it's like oh. Okay. I was like
2: how does anyone come back from that? Yeah. Right. I would be like not only fine, even if that's true but the second level that you would right. say that on national TV. Yeah. Right. Oh my You're God. only
1: left with being like, well, but you but you didn't say it was
0: bad. <laughs> right. That's the most you can say that and that's what he did say. You didn't say I was bad bad yeah and then jessica
2: and barnett it was just like Haw yeah i like to party i like to party too are
1: you from georgia also yeah and then she was like
2: and um and then and then she just like drops it later on she's like "Ah, and i actually have like a ton of debt and credit card debt and like twenty thousand. and he was like what (laughs) Uh
1: oh yeah his eyes lit up when she's like i have i have a student loan and I don't have a degree
0: either. And
2: she's like, and I don't really like to work and I don't have a job and I only work one day a week and he's like, Oh, I'm already engaged her.
0: Okay. I love it. Did you. they end up together? I don't look, I don't want to spoil anything. Okay, okay. Uh but, but check it out. Was she I was she lying ahead of that? Was she saying she did have that stuff or she no. was just they steering just, away? It hadn't
2: come up because yeah, right. they do it so fast.
0: Oh, because they got engaged
1: after <laughs> three days <laughs> on a reality yeah. show? Yes.
0: Got it. And you don't do things like
1: what are your finances?
0: Like? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with some news. And we're back and, uh, let's listen to this clip of Chuck Schumer outside of the Supreme court. Is that where he was Mm -hmm. on the steps? Uh, just going full WWE character calling out another WWE character
1: I want to tell you Gorsuch I want to tell you Kavanaugh you have released the whirlwind <laughs> and you will pay the price yeah so this is all in response to a case that this is that the Supreme Court is hearing arguments for That could essentially, based on the makeup of the Supreme Court, uh, could make it so that there are no abortion clinics in the state of Louisiana. (sighs) And it's all around this notion of like admitting privileges for a doctor saying that if you are uh, uh, providing an abortion that you need to have admitting privileges. But there was a decision that came uh, a few years ago that said by doing that basically renders an abortion clinic moot because they won't be able to get those admitting privileges or many places would have to shut down if that were the criteria to stay open. But because now we have even more conservatives on the bench, they're trying every which way to do that. So, and a lot of people are like it, the whole admitting privileges thing is so narrow. And if the people at the Supreme court like spoke to ER doctors, like if something went wrong at an abortion clinic, they would get you to a hospital. Right. Um, And the 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 safety of it it's a, it's a, there's not it's not typical that people need to be emergency emergency rushed to the hospital because of uh like a terrible mishap um but by having these admitting privileges like you know if you get to the hospital and you're in the in an emergency situation those doctors can get all your records they can talk to your doctor the only thing that this admitting privileges thing is really going to do is that so that the doctor can be in the hospital with you and attend to you while you're in there Right. So it's like not even it doesn't make sense sort of the sequentially in terms of health care, why a doctor would need that given. But a lot of the people on the right are doing it more from like a concern standpoint of like, but, you know, what if something goes?
2: wrong, Oh, they yeah. Need to right. Able, and that's right. really what it's yeah, about that's what right. they're rather about. than
1: completely kneecapping any kind of reproductive rights. So, yeah, there were protesters outside there. It, you know, a lot of people. The feeling is that it, this is an in this is an inevitability because of the amount of conservative justices and that they're ready to do whatever they can to, you know, reduce the protections that were provided by Roe. That's why Chuck Schumer was out there rallying people saying that right. like if you are going to decide in this way, prepare yourself for the whirlwind. And that had everyone being like, "Oh my gosh, they're 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 threatening the Supreme Court." Mind you, he it was most likely a reference to what Brett Kavanaugh – Brett Kavanaugh had a very similar quote when he was going through his confirmation. Right. Um, because at the time, he was doing the thing about how he's a victim and, like, you know, if they, if they can do it to me, they're going to do it to anybody. Be warned, guys. You could be a sex crim and somebody's going to try and hold <laughs> you accountable right. was sort of like the thrust of it. And the Kavanaugh quote was – Something about uh, quote sowed the wind for de- oh you've sowed the wind for decades to come. I fear that the whole country will reap the whirlwind. Yes, That's, that was what Brett Kavanaugh said during his confirmation. Got it. So that was what the he was alluding to. But it, and, but of course the Republicans are looking for a reason to be like completely forget that Donald Trump was coming at uh, justices Sotomayor and Ginsburg right. uh, just I don't know ten days ago, two weeks ago. Yeah, uh, but. There, there was nothing. It was crickets. But again, this this thing where he's referencing or using the own words of the Supreme Court justice, I mean, I get it. If you're trying to say you can't treat the court like a political entity, I understand that sentiment. But this isn't – we're – sadly, we're past that now because right. the Supreme Court has become an overtly political entity. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a I bit mean, of a back and forth.
0: And just like at a kind of a, a remove, this is a war on you know people – who don't have the means to cross state lines or, you right. know, it's going to just cause a lot of uh, unsafe abortions or, you know, uh, re- just bad situations for a lot of people. And that tends to be the, you know, the conservative party in America's way of dealing with things like this is just to make it awful for people who aren't wealthy already. Yeah.
1: But you know, like J- Chief Justice Roberts was like, I can't, like, was gobsmacked, unbeliev could was in a state of disbelief about, um, about what Schumer had said. Oh, fuck off. But like, man. not even really, con- like, again, f- clearly, uh, he's being a nonpartisan with, with his response. McConnell was treating it like Schumer, like had hired, like went on the dark web and found somebody who will do like a an actual job, like a hit for three bitcoins or some shit, mm-hmm. um like but it's all just sort of uh all all while simultaneously again ignoring that the president does this so regularly
2: oh, cons- comes after gaslight. what he,
1: yeah calls him calls people obama judges and shit like that which right. roberts did have to push push back on at one point but at the end of the day it's just very much let's try and make a mountain out of a molehill uh but when the real the real stakes here are people's reproductive rights right oh,
2: so um, frustrating yeah, like you're t- like trying to take the whole story away from the actual issue, right. onto just like I didn't like the way that was said.
0: Right. Yeah. And
2: it's like this is a f- this is such a such a big deal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is gonna be uh, I feel like a constant uh, contradiction we keep coming back to during the 2020 race where uh, Republicans get outraged about a uh, lack of civility on the behalf of anybody who's not the president, while Mm -hmm. the president gets to literally or figuratively shoot people on Fifth Avenue in broad daylight. Right. Um,
1: Well, they want to have their misogynistic cake and eat it, too.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about the 2020 primary. Uh, Elizabeth Warren has dropped out. Yeah. Uh, She's not going to endorse anyone at the moment. And, Miles, you were pointing out that she waited until uh, the nomination to endorse Hillary last time. so. You know, maybe could be the case this time. I mean, it out.
1: on one side, people, a lot of progressives are asking, "Can you back Bernie Sanders and try and make sure that the there's some kind of progressive like movement as well right. to counter what Joe Biden is pitching?" People. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I think that's her decision to make. I think the great thing about her campaign was that it showed that there was a lot of energy for progressive causes and there was a lot of energy for substantive change. Right. Um, And I think a lot of the fear would be that for the campaign that she was running and the values that she was running on, that she wouldn't look if she's going to endorse Biden after the nomination, that's one thing, but you'd hope that she would say the like one of the few campaigns or the only campaign that has a shot of doing any kind of the things that, were similar to her platform would be Bernie Sanders, right? You know, again, that's her decision to make. Uh, Bernie Sanders was being like, you know, she's got to think about this and do what's right for her. Yeah, uh, and people have to respect that decision.
0: I'm sure the DNC is also, you know, or like Democratic Party officials are also saying, like, you can do good by being in the cabinet, which will give you a great cabinet position if you're, you know, yeah. if you endorse by. I mean, they've
1: and and you know, I've I didn't really realize how much beef she had with joe biden right. over the years yeah i didn't either like, when i because, said that
0: i thought she would endorse biden
1: uh, i mean on I, yesterday's I, episode well the reason i would even think that is because i've just become so cynical on yeah, as to what what the party needs to happen and the the class of people they're trying to protect yes uh exactly. with, a, with a given presidency right. but you know joe biden is a champion of the credit card companies right. he is mr credit card yes. and loves loves the creditors uh, Elizabeth Warren was all about consumer protections, and things like that. So at the time, when he was even vice president, they would butt heads when she was uh, forming the Consumer Protection Finance Bureau. But again, I think it's, it's hard to know how it's all going to shake out. There's a lot of variables involved. At the end of the day, it was I think the misogyny aspect definitely hurt with a lot of voters um, or a lot of a lot of people supporting her. I think there's, like, a thing of being, like, a lot of people point to, like, well, you know, Bernie Sanders is too liberal. Right. And that might make sense if you're given, like, what the middle is. Um, And I think the combination of her being a progressive and a woman, unfortunately, probably exacerbated those biases against her. But nonetheless, uh, we'll see what what happens with the rest of her campaign and and where the supporters go and ultimately figure out who this nominee is going to be.
0: Yeah.
2: I have a question. Yeah. does Obama still like? Would he still imbor- endorse Biden?
1: Possibly. I mean, he's saying he not he's been keeping the cards close to the that's chest. That's what I'm
2: saying because he hasn't said like he hasn't said anything right since the beginning yeah. when he was like announcing his. Um, but that's
0: got to be coming soon, I think. It I I'd imagine it's, so. It's surprise. Yeah,
1: unless he really thinks that he doesn't want to, you know, take, take out any momentum from progressives. Who are still supporting Sanders and Warren supporters who might be looking figuring out who right. they want to get behind. But Yeah, what is, if
2: Biden's like, Oh, can I get that endorsement? now? I'll change my mind and Obama's like, uh, sorry, dude.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. The I mean, Obama is somebody who said if it looked like Sanders was gonna get the nomination, somebody would have to quote, do something. So he's pretty hostile toward Sanders' progressive agenda. But not
2: why is he hostile towards him?
0: Uh, because he's, I think, I think he probably buys the idea that Sanders would lose. Um, oh. and I, th- I think he, you know, I mean, he, I mean, Biden also idea. tried,
1: or, or Bernie also tried to primary him, thought about primarying right. him too. When he was in office right. because, uh, Bernie was like, these aren't, we're not going far enough to right. like help people. Okay. Um, so you know, they've, they've butted heads, but there's new ads out where, you know, that are cut with a lot of, uh, Obama's sort of opinions on Bernie Sanders too, uh, to try and appeal to.
2: Moderates.
1: well, that in any like of Biden's base, people of color, anyone who might still see like what they think, you know, what's the difference between Biden is is Obama only like Biden? Because Bloomberg knows his, you know, uh, the opinion of Barack Obama still carries tremendous weight for Democrats. Right. Yeah. So at any person who's running a campaign is going to try and use his voice or his ideas to, you know, help familiarize themselves with other voters.
0: Yeah. So, Biden is uh, up 49 points in Florida. Politico is saying that Biden can finish Sanders in Michigan. Uh, Apparently, some positive polling for uh, Biden has come out recently. And if Sanders loses Michigan, uh, which I think they were counting on, they're basically saying it's as good as over. And in fact, in that article, the uh polling experts uh who completely fucked up the 2016 election uh are are saying that it's basically a done deal.
1: I'm saying it's a done deal helps people helps, stay home too. Right.
0: Yeah, it helps kind of deflate any movement and uh any popular I think
1: just what's really disheartening is like we had two good progressives running. Yeah. And there's there's definitely people who still want that kind of change. Yes, and I think it sucks, especially if you're a Warren supporter, because the the campaign that it started, you're you're invested in, it's over, uh, and you have there's a lot of energy of like where to put this, yeah. and inevitably it's going to happen with anyone who supports Bernie or anyone who wanted some kind of real change out of this, like out of whoever was going to be the nominee, um, and I think that's really the the hard bit about all oh, this is. I think, and I think, in general, a lot of progressives are like, "Fuck, man! Like, it is there? Was there a way? Could it have happened? What right. What needs to happen more? Uh, but we'll just sit and wait."
0: Yeah, there's a quote somebody tweeted that was just like a screen cap from a book, but uh, it was a quote from Eugene Debs, who was basically running
1: from prison, right? From prison, yeah.
0: on a progressive platform a hundred years ago, uh, like exactly a hundred years ago. Uh, 25 elections ago and said uh, the power of the press is sadly underestimated in the socialist movement the ruling class make no such mistake they're keenly alive to the power of the press in molding public sentiment and in shaping affairs in accordance with their interests the capitalist papers do not suffer for the want of support and never die of starvation they're fed fat and ungrudgingly by the class in power and in return serve that class with all their power uh yeah th- that was a pretty good summary of sort of what I'm I think he still
1: got 900,000 votes from jail. Yeah. When he was in prison. Yeah. I mean again when we start looking now right cuz it's like well fuck it's not going to be Elizabeth Warren it's not going to be Bernie Sanders probably it's going to be Biden right. Right. And you look at how like United Healthcare stocks like shot up oh yeah after that. It just shows you what the how horny the industries are they go oh good. Yeah. It's not one of these people who's trying to get us to to care for more people for less money. Yeah, when it's someone who figure out a way to keep us afloat as a business and then do something that creates a sentiment as if people are getting more healthcare.
0: Yeah, I don't pay attention to the stock market, but when like I do notice when it goes down a ton or goes up a ton, and it went down a ton when Sanders won in Nevada, and now it's gone back up, and people were like, "No, it's just coronavirus." uh but i i really do think that you know it's the the wealthy are not we're not going to abide a socialist uh movement like that should we listen to a jazz solo oh joe biden yeah some it's joe biden, biden jazz. jazz yeah
1: yeah again poof for all... <laughs> you know there's a lot of trump jazz when he gets on his gets on that stage and starts just saying words right that mean things, I guess, in a certain sequence. Uh, Joe Biden was also, you know, just letting everybody know um, that he's also here, uh, yeah. that he also has good ideas. Yeah. Um, and he can, you know, sort of get them out coherently. This is him. This is a snippet of him trying to talk about his health care plan and trying. I'm, I know it comes in the middle of it, but I'm still confused as to what exactly he's talking about.
3: And for folks in the working class, they're
2: below 400. They will, in fact, will increase their, their premiums. The public option will be available in my plan. We'll make sure it's not quality. We'll make sure it's only affordable.
1: We'll make sure it's not quality. We'll make sure it's, it's only, only affordable. affordable. Um, that sounds like something you would tell donors who work in the healthcare industry. You're yeah. like, yeah, 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 it's not going to be quality. Right. We'll just make sure we get that affordable thing so we right. can afford it. And yeah. then they'll find out yeah. when, they have their, when their needs are met that Whew. it's not quality. <sighs> yeah.
2: That's scary.
1: I don't know what I mean again if you can you can take that yeah. however you Things want to get
0: scrambled from on the way from his brain to his mouth but uh that's I think that's a sign of uh or a preview into you know what is going to be raising our blood pressure uh He is going to get
2: lit up.
0: I don't know. Whatever is going
1: to happen. I don't know. And like, you know, like Donald Trump has been planning for a a race against Biden. Just
2: like sitting gleefully up in his room at night. Well,
1: that's why I think he loves taking shots at Elizabeth Warren, too, because he's kind of like, oh, look what you did to Bernie, Elizabeth Warren, because I think he he likes to just fuck around, cause as much chaos as possible, only to be like, he's like, but yes, though. It's Biden. Yeah, it's like another, and now and now he now Donald Trump is the youngest candidate. Right, running
2: for president. He just like lights matches everywhere and like walks yeah. out of the room. Yeah.
1: So uh, again, I mean, I think when you look at someone and the I don't know, man. Like the stakes are so fucking high for people right now. Yeah, and without adequate health care, we're looking at public health crisis with coronavirus, and we're not able to like prepare for that. Uh, to have someone who's not like screaming from the top of their lungs, we need everyone to have health care. Right? Is it's just it's disheartening.
2: And good thing also we got uh Mike Pence leading the team. Yeah. So just good to know we're all taken care. Yeah. of. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Somewhat related to that, there was a uh, an article that was talking about how like government uh just general trust in the government and how successful a population is at c- containing a outbreak are, like, directly related. Um, because Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, Deal in a 2006 boy. survey that came out after the SARS epidemic, these epidemiologists found that Americans were less likely to trust their government to tell them accurate information about an outbreak than citizens of Hong Kong, Singapore, or Taiwan, and that those lower trust scores were correlated with less support for things like wearing masks, getting a vaccine, or agreeing to have their temperature taken. Uh, and generally speaking, the more trust Americans have in the government, the less likely they are to refuse vaccines. Uh, HIV-positive Americans are more likely to take antiretroviral drugs and to have better health outcomes if they have more trust in the government. So mm. it's like those are directly correlated, and we have a untrustable government <laughs> right now. Like, it's just they're, <laughs> they're incapable of not fucking things up. So it, it's... The idea that he's throwing it to Pence with the idea that Pence is going to totally fuck it up is uh, is my suspicion that he's just like, yeah, we'll throw Mike under the well, bus. Well, that's what they can...
1: say, and then it'll be Nikki Haley or yeah, something. Yeah, and then
0: it'll be Nikki Haley. That's what I suspect. I don't know why else he would have.
2: Oh, my God. So do you think that uh, Mike Pence like knows that's going to happen or no?
0: Probably. Par- probably he knows that partially... he's just going
2: to take a hard hit?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... God, he's a bitch. Anybody who trusts Trump and invites Trump into the house eventually regrets it.
2: Knows that they will be turned
0: on. They don't know at first, and then it eventually happens. And the yeah, like that was the thing that somebody wrote about him like decades ago, that it's just like we've been paying attention to people he does business with. He always... Always, without fail, bus will throw. fuck you over in the end and throw you under the bus.
1: Yeah, well, if that's always the risk when you deal with someone who accountability is a concept completely foreign to them. Right. Someone who is accountable might be able to be like, oh, yeah, that that, that didn't go too well. You know what? Fuck. Yeah, right. that we kind of fucked that up. Not someone with an ego like that. It's like, nah, man, see, the problem is everybody fucking else because I did everything right the whole time. Right. Meanwhile, he's on Fox News telling people... Oh, the, I'm pretty sure my gut tells me this fatality rate is actually a Over, lot lower. Right. My gut tells me this. Yes. I have no functional scientific clue. literacy. Nothing. Yeah. That's my gut,
0: though. Wait. Yeah.
2: Do you? Um. Behind closed doors, do Pence and Trump get along? Do you think?
0: I think Pence kisses his ass behind closed doors. Is the sense that I get. And just tries to, I think like, yeah. get out of the way.
1: Keeps keeps his distance as much yeah. as possible. You can tell, especially when it gets hot on shit. he Mike closes Pence... his eyes and tries to and teleport away. And he, like, he's actually, it's weird. His one, like, a weird quality about him is, like, he's so bad at fucking lying that it's just, like, it's so cringy when he's yeah. like, oh, I don't know about Ukraine or... Right. There's a bird oh. over
0: there, I'm gonna run. It's just like <laughs> oh jeez in um, the wrong game, man. But anyways, this article, which is on five thirty eight, points out that, you know, Americans actually trust the C D C. Uh and right. so if uh you know the C D C was out in front uh handling the situation and making all the statements, that would actually probably be a better way to kind of cover this story and handle uh the outbreak. But uh a quote from the article, when mistrusted elected officials start putting themselves at the forefront of otherwise trustworthy public health campaigns, yeah, that effect gets undermined. So
1: And I'm still waiting to hear what the what the plan is here for right. to to tackle this. Because right now it sounds like everything's like their plan is to be like, okay, so y'all need to figure it out. Yeah. By washing your hands and not doing anything. What else? Right. What else needs to be
0: happening? Well the tests is really the thing that Like seems to there. There's a shortage of tests that can you know tell if you have the virus, who has the virus, and that's a problem as it becomes you know.
2: Aren't they super expensive too? Like three hundred out of pocket, or even more maybe. Because some people
0: ended up
1: with like bills for trying to get. Well,
2: because I know, like, I mean, so many people have colds and stuff, and they're the exact same symptoms as a cold. Yeah, pretty similar, yeah. And the only thing we're being told to do is like wash your hands yeah exactly. and not cough in people's fucking mouth and it's like yeah i mean that's what we normally do like really no one feels like they have any mode of operation for yeah. protection
0: i've had to cut my letting people cough in my mouth down by 25 percent. it's hard it's hard yeah it is tough to give up but only strangers now yeah friends and family <laughs> yeah, sorry and family. yeah i just don't want it less to... of a thrill yeah Uh, all right we're gonna take another quick break we'll be right back and we're back so a couple quick things mulan uh is apparently about to blow up its release in china is being delayed Uh, Because of coronavirus, but it's trying to have the biggest North American opening of 2020 uh, with 80 to 90 million. Uh, That's coming out in a couple weeks. Mm. Uh, But they also pointed out that it it might not necessarily do well in China because a lot of movies that are about China, but from not China (laughs) have done poorly, like The Farewell and Crazy Rich Asians and Abominable all bombed in China. Right. Because it's like, yeah, I don't know. It, It seems like that would be... It's less case. interesting. It's like, right. okay. And if somebody makes a movie about America from another country. Uh, hey,
1: spaghetti westerns were pretty cool, though. Right. That's true. <laughs> I think <laughs> it was like the one time. Brewery. Yeah. But even then, I don't. What Was it that big that people were like, hey, we love these spaghetti westerns? Right. It seems like more of a niche thing. But right. Uh, the music was fantastic.
0: I feel like three billboards outside of uh, whatever. Ebbing, Missouri, Ebbing, Missouri yeah. is the closest we've gotten to a movie about America that's not really from an American sensibility. Right, right, right. It's like written and directed it's a play. by Martin McDonough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It,
2: um, God, I got so much heat for liking that movie. Yeah. Everyone was like, fuck you, bitch.
3: <laughs>
1: I'll
2: fucking kill you. You yeah. said something nice about that movie. I was like, yeah, I liked it. What? I, yeah. I liked it for it's, what it was. I'm not right. saying
1: this is how the world needs to I I, I subscribe to the reality of this film.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: All right, let's talk. We we talked yesterday about a uh, brand mashup that we were pretty yeah, excited dude. about, uh, and we got another one today. Look
1: at this. So we had the IKEA Pizza Hut Ike- collab pizza. Right.
2: I never heard about oh, that.
1: Oh, it's only in Hong Kong, but it's Swedish oh, okay. meatballs. They put the IKEA <laughs> meatballs made of on the Pizza Hut same, Hut pizzas. on the. I don't say sandwich on the pizza. Wow. Now, Coffee Mate has come out with cinnamon toast crunch Coffee Mate.
2: Whoa. So you
1: can fully. Just drink get that diabetes. out the bottle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, R.I.P. my blood sugar. I mean, everything. I like, I like coffee, you know. Yeah. But if I'm able to spice it up with some flavor, I'm not.
2: I'm not Whoa. opposed to that.
1: And then to add on top of it, one of my favorite cereals. I might just drink the shit straight out the bottle. Whoa, CTC. you're
2: like a multi-pump pumpkin like person. No, nah, not you with just the pumpkin Light it stuff. up with sugar.
1: Well, I, it's funny. Whenever I go, if I ever went to a like a coffee shop or something, I would just get probably cold brew. Like black or whatever. Right. But sometimes if I'm having a cup of coffee and we have so much coffee made in the office, I'm always like, Ooh, Cold now it's sugar drink.
2: Black is so not it's like fucking paint thinner.
0: Yeah, it'll burn. Yeah, all in your yeah it's so
2: extreme. Except for when I drink regular coffee, I have no problem drinking it black. But when oh, really? I drink it cold brew, I'm like, this is too much for me. Yeah,
1: something I must have like asbestos in my stomach or something. Right it's, where you it's need not, it. It's not connecting. You
0: cut the all. asbestos. What with, about yeah, cold brew? Um,
2: the Khloe Kardashian Febreze collab? <laughs> oh. What is that? I don't know about that. <laughs> I saw it, and I was like. <laughs>
3: I was like,
1: Wait, why wow,
2: she... what a move. What a gorgeous collaboration. I mean,
1: it was meant to be, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm so confused.
2: I was like, oh, Chloe, yeah, you're not washing. You're not having any of your stuff washed. You're just doing some just light
1: Febreze-ing. Febreze right, in yeah. your dorm room. Uh, were you a big Febreze washer? Or did you um, actually wash things? I feel like you...
2: I wash. Yeah,
1: you seem pretty into your cleanliness. Yeah. You wouldn't just get away with a Febreze dusting. No, I mean the way she does make these Febreze bottles look are mm. quite glamorous, right? Yeah. yeah, you can cover the
0: farts with these products. There's gel, yeah. There's
2: gel filters on the on those photos.
0: Oh, oh yeah, oh hell yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I'd say cinnamon toast crunch is the hardest cereal for me to stop eating. I've talked before about the cereal Ouroboros, where like. You know, I'll pour in milk, and then like once I get to the bottom and there's no cereal, I'll pour in more cereal, which will cause me to need to pour in more milk. uh, Especially cinnamon toast crunch because the the more times you do that, the thicker it gets with the The, the cinnamon, cinnamon, yeah, 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 yeah. cinnamon sugar, till it's like looks like sand. (laughs) Oh Jesus! Jack,
2: do you go regular milk in your cereal?
0: Like whole half and half?
2: No, just like cow.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I know. One of
2: the last still standing.
1: Yeah. Old school, man. Yeah, absolutely. Like my daddy used to eat it. You don't see that very often these days. (laughs) What do you? You like cereal?
2: Um, I like it. I don't eat it.
1: Oh wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, if you did eat it.
2: I like like hot things for breakfast. Like my biggest goal in life, what I'm really trying to get down is like a smoothie in the morning Mm -hmm. because I think it's the healthiest and then you start your day from that place with all your greens and fats and everything. But I just want something hot in the morning. I don't want to get that bacon bag. Yeah, I gotta get my bag.
0: (laughs) Your bacon bag. That's right. Bacon bag, smoothie. You're
1: I like how it's in day. a paper bag though too, so you probably gotta feel bad about it as you're eating because it's just all like trend like starting to get translucent.
2: Yeah, well, a lot of people were like, that's not real and then I started responding with pictures of it on oh, you're Twitter. Bacon bag? Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Um, is it like one of those brown bags that mm-hmm. alcoholics drink out of on the street?
1: Yeah, it's yeah. Hey, or just people who want to you know obscure their tall can? Right. You know, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry.
1: Maybe I don't want people to know I'm drinking a tr- a truly tall whoa, boy. And whoa. I want to think I'm drinking a steel reserve. Right. right. Yeah. Because exactly. it makes me look tougher.
0: That's oh true. My God. That's so true. All right. Let's talk about Girl Scout cookies real yeah. quick. Uh, Chrissy Tigan came out with a super spicy take. It has
1: a lot of. So she, I think, like someone was doing some kind of challenge or something about Girl Scout cookies. And she took. A piece of paper wrote a green smiley face, a neutral yellow face, and a frowny red face. Sort of like when you go to an airport or anything, it's like, how was our service? Hit one of the buttons. Was it green, yellow, or red? And for this one, she ranked these Girl Scout cookies she bought. She put all the cookies in the red column. Basically in the thumbs down column.
2: Whoa. People were
1: like, what the fuck? And then she said, okay, well, hold up. I think her take is... I don't think they're all the cookies themselves are not that great. And then, af- as people were like, well, "You
2: gotta You're rank You're the Girl Scouts. She
1: then said, "Okay, fine. Here's I think their language is like, here's my ranking. If Girl Scout cookies were the only cookies on Earth, oh my and
2: goodness, and then
1: frozen thin mints and Samoas were the top. Of course, then regular thin mints, the tree foils." Or trefoils, 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 Trafalgar, trafalgar Square, Square, batter of Uh We're in the middle, followed by s'mores and tagalongs, and the last in the last row. All right. So now
0: I'm going to tell you where I differ. Okay. S'mores, or er, sorry, Samoa's go all the way to the left. I think number
1: one, the number one, the ranking. number
0: one cookie, and I think the one cookie that is not comparable to anything else on the market. I think it's just mm-hmm. a better. Coconut caramel chocolatey mixture than you can really yep. get anywhere else. It's my mother's uh, favorite cookie. Uh, my mother as well. Uh, Damn, I would. Move. Are we doing this because we love our moms? Yeah, that's why we probably. love. Like, yeah,
1: but you know, s'mores,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: they're
0: so good. Uh, More. s'mores, I think are the s'mores. I think are actually good. Uh, because I, uh, and it's a new flavor. Yeah, it's a it's a new flavor, and it's also just like both the cookie and the filling are like basically on the verge of crystallizing with sugar they're like the most sweet thing possible yeah before it turns into just sugar yeah just <laughs> yeah turns into dust in your hand uh i'd put that like a little bit below uh the s'mores and frozen fr- i'd put frozen thin mints and s'mores at the same place and then everything else i'm good with i, I don't think tagalongs are very good
1: i like th- that's the one with peanut butter isn't it yeah i like those
0: I don't but like... the thing
1: is, my I agree with her first take, which is if I'm gonna be real, I can't objectively say that these cookies are the best cookies. Hmm. I buy them out of nostalgia. I buy them just to be like to hook the Girl Scouts up with some money. Right. But like, I don't. I'm never like, damn, when the That's cookies what... coming back because I don't eat them. I even when I buy them. I look in my freezer, it's all frozen Thin Mints that I haven't fucking eaten. Mm. But
2: I'm just amazed she said that because my first thing would be, especially if I were her who just gets shit for everything mm-hmm. she says, I would be like, okay, well, yeah, I may think this, but this is going to hurt the Girl Scouts and I'm going to receive a tidal wave of shit.
0: She's our last truth teller. I don't, I don't <laughs> think,
2: yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> she's just George Carlin. But um, I... I those cookies fine, yeah, those tubes are good. The rest are nothing to write home about, which two? but this is Samoas and thin mints okay and um awesome, awesome. okay but like the thought I would never if I were to never write that, that's like me going online and saying this comedian is bad. like what is that gonna do for me right? you know what I mean? Just yeah. me get shit,
0: yeah um it is it is a very provocative take. Uh, yeah, because there's a lot wrapped Whenever up in there's it, children involved. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Because she's always these said, Girl I'm happy.
0: These made these.
1: She said, I'm happy to support always. I'm just yes. not doing it for the cookies. Yeah. I do it to support them. Right. And I oh, th- okay. And I do the same thing. I'm not doing it for the cookies. Mm. Like, My
2: acting teacher's daughter had her come in in the middle of class and sell them to us. And of course, I bought three boxes because I got to do it. And mm. I was like... Listen, Cheech, you're trying to make this ass fat for pilot season, but all right. Yeah. Right.
0: All
1: yeah. right. Let's see what happens. I am I quad see your dom, angle. though.
2: Yeah. need a lot
0: more cookies. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to reroute some of this. Uh, well, Blair, it's been a pleasure having you, as always.
2: Are um, you kidding me? Coming back with my favorite place. <laughs> Thank you for having me on, my fucking boys, dude.
0: Where uh, where can people find you?
2: Follow you. Same as always to all my lovers at Blair B L A I R S O C C I on Twitter and Instagram. I'd love to see you, and um, if you're in LA. Please come to my show, Dero and Wilson, on March 26 at 9 p.m. at Lyric Hyperion. If you want to come to that, um, the tickets went live yesterday and they sell out really fast. So um, there's a link in my Twitter bio and Instagram bio. Um, get those if you want to come.
0: Hey. Mm. Uh, and is there a tweet or some other act of social media you've been enjoying?
2: Yeah, the funniest person um, on Twitter to me is my friend Nate Fernald. He's a comedian and oh, yeah. writer for the- You're
0: really good friends
1: with Nate? Yeah. Damn. Um, for we...
2: James Corden. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, Nate? Yeah. yeah, I know Nate. Oh. I hang out with him. I, I, no yeah, I you know, know Nate. I know Yeah, I hang out with him all the time. Really? Well, not all the time, but we, we go out. God, he's so funny, know, um, know, but dude. he tweeted <laughs> he tweeted this uh, tweet. Ten years ago, I was at a party with Lin-Manuel Miranda <laughs> He was asking people what to rap about. I said, Alex Hamilton. He said, bad idea and called me a dumb slut. <laughs> I, was, I was pretty mad when the musical came out, but finally saw it and was pleasantly surprised to see in the program. And the program said, there's a picture of the program. It says this musical is dedicated to some. Dumb slut I met at a party.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you made me laugh so hard. What a
0: journey! The best. Tweet. I
2: know. Sorry, it's really long tweet, but it's so funny. Follow him on Instagram
1: at diarrhea pubes. Yeah, Brent.
2: his secret <laughs> Instagram. Yeah. yeah,
1: diarrhea. He has a
2: secret Instagram <laughs> called so diarrhea pubes. That's not secret anymore. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. Well, the back, the cat's out of the bag. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. He's so funny.
1: Uh, Miles, where can people find you? You can find me, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. What's at a tweet you've Miles been enjoying?
0: Of, okay. Sorry, okay, sorry to interrupt. Fine. Yeah, what the fuck there's
1: was that? a few tweets I like. In fact, I, there was a lot of tweets that I like. Uh, first one is from Pre-K at Stay Free, F-R-E-A underscore. It says, alert, the coronavirus can spread through money. If you have any money at home, put on <laughs> some gloves, put all the money into a plastic bag and put it outside the front door tonight. I'm collecting all the plastic bags tonight for safety. Thank you for your health. Or it says, think <laughs> of your health. Sorry. Um, another one. It says... <laughs> This is from Matt Lee, Bernie, GLBT, MSNBC Twitter. LOL. Wow, what an old man, Biden. Here's a deal, Jack Corn Pop was a gay dude. <laughs> MSNBC Twitter salutes cable box. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: another one is from Riley Rethel at Jace Adax. It says, Biden seems fine, but a lot of his supporters, fossil fuel companies, weapons manufacturers, insurance companies, have been pretty mean to me.
0: <laughs> That's- that is a good point.
1: We'll still vote whoever it
0: is, but fuck yeah. if it ain't fucking some fuck. shit. DVS tweeted, uh, how do you sign... The skate shoe? The, at DVS Blast. Oh, okay. Uh, so a very specific model of the skate yeah, yeah. shoe, the DVS Blast tweeted how do you science extras suggest i stop so-called touching my face when it's time to rub my eyes to get subway pole slime <laughs> off my hands
2: <laughs> that's hilarious
0: subway pole slime uh, oh the best uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, DailyZeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we write out on. Miles that I Can Be Today. Let's go out on something from Herbie
1: Hancock. All right, babe. Uh, uh, this track's called Textures. And, you know, there's textures in this world, you know what I mean? There's textures to our politics, there's textures to our ideologies. But at the end of the day, we all need to come together to do what is right for the weaker people and that we can stand up for each other and create some kind of equality and equity in this country. Mm. With that said his funky keyboard playing. Okay, Herbie's Ooh. one of the best here. Uh, this track is just, its its it's got vibes, for lack of a better word. It's a vibe, I guess. I guess. Um, uh, please check it out. Um, and, you know, go into your weekend, you know, just
0: knowing this, right? That there's vibes out there. Mm. So let's tap into the good ones, and we've got to keep fighting this good fight. Yes. Do it. The Daily Guys is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Uh, that's going to do it for this morning. We will be back this afternoon to tell you what's trending and then on Monday with a full ass podcast. Full mode. We'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.